Greetings and blessings on this Ash Wednesday, the beginning of this wonderful season of Lent. And thanks for joining me on this journey through the seven deadly sins and their corresponding virtues. Over these seven reflections, we will be looking at each of them one per week. And obviously much can be shared about each one of them, but with the limited time for these reflections, I can only touch the surface. But hopefully we will all receive something from the Lord you know, to think about and to pray about in our own lives. So in this first reflection, we'll be looking at the sin of pride. But before we begin, I think it's important to be mindful that all sin, especially the seven deadly sins, are a rejection of the Lord and his love for us. And they always lead us to isolation from Christ. Whereas all virtue, especially the corresponding virtues to the deadly sins, lead us to communion with the Lord Jesus. So now let's take a look at the sin of pride. You know, it might be said that the sin of pride is the root of all sin. And as one author puts it, you know, pride is so natural to fallen man that it springs up in his heart like weeds in a well-watered garden. So let me ask you, have you ever tried to manage your fears and worries and problems on your own? Or have you ever thought of yourself as better than someone else or perhaps smarter than someone else? Or have you ever felt the need to be right? Or have been on the defensive when you've been challenged? Or have you ever felt a need for attention or, or worried about what other people thought of you? Well, the sin of pride comes in many different forms. In the book of Sirach, the author says, the beginning of pride is stubbornness in withdrawing the heart from the one's maker. In other words, withdrawing our heart from the Lord. This is the sin of the devil. And if we look at the creation story, it's precisely what happened with Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden. As seriously dangerous as pride is, it's equally hard to spot. When it comes to diagnosing our own hearts, those who suffer from the disease of pride oftentimes have a challenging time in identifying you know, this sickness, we'll call it. Ultimately, pride is a form of ungodly self-reliance, ungodly self-reliance. It's lived out in trying to self-manage our lives and our problems and worries as if God doesn't really care or God doesn't really matter. Or it's like, I can do it better on my own. I mean, how many of us live that now and then? It can also be lived out in a, in a form of arrogance. In other words, I'm better than that person or I'm smarter than that person. It can be lived out in the need to always be right, as I mentioned, which is a form of control and comes from some type of deep-seated fear in our hearts. It's a, it's a form of um, defensiveness, if you will. The sin of pride is present when we hunger for attention or hunger for respect and worship in all its forms. We call that vanity. You know, vanity springs from, uh, from pride and is, is a, form of, it's a form of insecurity. In other words, we place our security in what others think of us. And so we constantly seek the affirmation and praise and respect of others. We want to be seen as cool, right? Instead of focusing on Christ and letting Him be the center of our concerns and finding our identity in Him, we look to be patted on the back by others. You know, what will they think of me or what do they think of me? 
So do any of these examples sound familiar to us? So we can see, I think, how they would lead us away from communion with the Lord Jesus and into isolation where we are vulnerable to deceptive thinking. Because isolation always leaves a person vulnerable to the spiritual attacks of further temptation to sin, and to depression, to selfishness, and who knows what else. Well, the way out of the sin of pride is living the virtue of humility. Because humility approaches God with humble assurance in Christ Jesus. You know, the strategy of Satan is to get us to take our eyes off God and to look inward to ourselves in, in, in some kind of an autonomous way. And so the only way to keep pride far from our hearts is to maintain a humble spirit. You know, the Catechism of the Catholic Church would define humility as the virtue by which a Christian acknowledges that God is the author of all good. And humility avoids inordinate ambition or pride and provides the foundation for turning to God in prayer. Voluntary humility can be described as poverty of spirit. Those are words from the Catechism. And in the words of C.S. Lewis, he said, True humility isn't thinking less of yourself, but it is thinking of yourself less. Isn't that a great definition? So humility allows us to trust more in, in, in God than in ourselves. It allows us to give thanks to God in all our circumstances, all of our successes, and ask forgiveness in all of our failures. Humility allows us to see life not as a competition, but as a gift, and to see others as God sees them. The scriptures tell us to humble ourselves in the sight of the Lord, and he shall lift us up. This means that God is asking us to do this work of humility in ourselves. So we are to take the first step to resist pride by humbling ourselves before God so that he can lift us into a new life of holiness. Don't we all want that? No? So, some suggestions during this season of Lent. First of all, ask the Lord to show you where any forms of pride has entered into your heart so that you can confess them in the sacrament of penance. That's important. Secondly, as pride is the root of all sin, humility is the mother of all virtue and is the foundation of holy living. Without humility, we cannot obtain holiness. So ask the Lord to teach you the ways of humility. And thirdly, because the sin of pride turns us inward, the virtue of humility can be lived by ministering to others. So do something for someone else that is not expected of you. And perhaps even as you're listening to this message, the Holy Spirit has brought someone to your mind who needs you at this moment in time. And don't forget to pray each day this week for the virtue of humility to come alive in you. So God bless you all.